0: Are we doing a podcast? I think so. Shit, what's it called? uh it's called the Art Murder. Oh, and you are? I'm Jenna, and I am Jolie. Okay. Hi. 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 You know what we got to do? Do 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 do
1: that was was a dark one that was dark but i
0: think i think
1: that was because i was doing the jaws
0: that's right um okay so life is you know good for the most part we got some stuff going on we got personal shit going on who doesn't i know that's true christmas time in the city doesn't bring family together no uh yeah you know i'm dealing with christmas drama stuff that's That's, all i see a picture you have there Mm -hmm. that looks like it's a picture for me that it is a picture for you picture
1: this okay we're gonna talk about that in a a moment okay so listen what's going on this is what's going on hi two things one i'm sure i have corrections i'm not gonna do them nope okay Shit's creek (laughs) <laughs> Have you fucking watched that show? I love Shits Creek. It is my spirit animal. It's amazing. The only thing I can complain about Shits Creek is that there's only four fucking seasons out. Yeah. I, it makes me so happy. Yeah. And I agree with you. I binge watched it in a week. The four seasons. (gasps) Good for you. It was every moment I had. I was cooking dinner or whatever. And I had like a few minutes. It was on. And it made me so happy um, that uh, Dan Levy. um, What's his name again in the show? Shit. Good question. Oh, my God.
0: I know. I know Moira. He is fucking
1: amazing. Yes. He is brilliant. He looks pissed off all the time. But like.
0: I, I just I can't deal with this right now. And just like oh, it just it just oh, really? David, David, <clears throat> David. Yes. Oh my God, David, David. David. It's Alexa, Alexis, Alexis. Alexis. Just David. And what? What do you want? Did we talk about this last week? I don't think so. All of a sudden, I'm having huge. I feel like we talked about this. Isn't that weird? No. It's you know why? 100%. Because when you go to bed and I go to bed. In the dream world, our connect. spirits connect, and we just hang out and then do this. That was so weird. I'm like... So we probably talked about it in our dream shit. together.
1: Um, um, Yeah. No. All of a sudden, I stopped, and I really, truly really thought that we had talked about it, because I thought, maybe I started watching it. So funny. Um, it's so good. Ted, super cute, but you know which one I like. The
0: barn boy. He's hot. The barn boy with the beard. Yeah. He's really cute. I- I'm just so happy that... We are, Canadians are being taken seriously for our comedy again. Like, do you, did you ever watch, um, SCTV at all growing up as a kid? Maybe, maybe not, or have heard of SCTV, like Second, Second City TV? Nope. So you have an alumni that span like, um, uh, well, you have Eugene Levy. Yeah. You have Catherine O'Hara on it. Um, uh, like, oh my God, um, Canadian Bacon, John Candy, and mm, john candy in, a, in schitt's creek no not in schitt's creek oh, okay, but it, like, as a second city oh alum, yeah yeah, yeah. Alumni. okay sorry uh so many oh maybe maybe it isn't john candy i should really make sure as a canadian i want to get my canadian facts correct and be biased <laughs> to every other country in the world no i, no. I love no no that's just wrong that's wrong of me to you're be bad guys I'm going to yell at her countryist yeah you I'm f- going to be a countryist <laughs> don't be a countryist <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes word. a countryist that is my favorite word or it, it it used to be until I started working with children cunt yeah I love that word it's a bad word I know it's bad my aunt hates it sorry Lynn if you're sorry Lynn sorry Lynn it's
1: so powerful. It is powerful. <clears throat> yeah, that's, I don't know. It's. We such... have an equivalent of that in French. Hmm. And my aunt can't, like, she'll cringe. It's the word Me... is plot.
0: Oh, <laughs> that sounds beautiful. It's really not. I mean, it's not. No, hard no, you don't. no. I know it's not beautiful, but everything that you say is beautiful. <laughs> So you could say poopy far face and it would sound gorgeous.
1: My mom once,
0: I don't know if I could tell this story, but it doesn't matter. she You was, tell me if it needs to be
1: edited out. I don't think, I, she's a nurse and nobody's names were there. It was a long time ago. <laughs> and she says this one time, cause like, you know, like, the this cunt or plot, plot is just crass words so this one time she's working in a doctor's office and she's a nurse and this girl comes in and um i don't know why or maybe they're at the hospital i can't remember which where she was working at this time i don't know if i was i don't think i was born yet but she's sitting there and then my mom asked her what was wrong and then she acted this out and i'll say it in french because it's up north is all french she goes Ma plot pick <laughs> which literally means my cunt is itchy and is like s- scratching it from the oh outside my Ma <laughs> oh my god plot
0: a oh my god poor mother what do
1: you do at that point you're like oh uh, i i would die if somebody said that and i don't even care i'd be like oh god first of all do you have to act it out yeah first of all, do you have to be so crass about <clears throat> it like I feel for you if you have a yeast infection, okay? Yes, let's, it's awful. Let's talk about it. Let's get you some Sorry. medication. But don't say "ma pluta pic" while you act it out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, okay. Oh my god.
1: Can we make t-shirts to say
0: that? Yeah. Okay. Which I've been working on t-shirts. Well, paraphernalia of some sort. Maybe some sticker vape sticks. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh vape sticks brought to you by the herb titan too i'm gonna smoke a lot of i'm gonna i'm gonna drink i'm gonna do two bad things today brought to you by canadian laws we're dealing with some mild depression over on this end of the couch today which is fine uh i haven't seen my therapist in a few months she's on mat leave congratulations to her did she get somebody to like replace her or anything? she did but i'm weird about well yeah which makes sense but did yeah. you even try because mm. i i i just i clamp. you have social I, anxiety I, about. yeah i clam up about it yeah. you know you yeah. when you f- try to find the right therapist you have to tell your story over and over again yeah and then when you find the right one you just don't want to tell it anymore because they know it so intimately that no other person will understand at that level so i'm kind of fearful but i shouldn't be like that's i love therapy it's mm-hmm. like candy to me. It helps. It yeah. makes me feel happy. I just haven't been in a while. And I could use. Here, let's see. Hey, we have a podcast. Let me use this podcast as my. No, no. That's Tell me it. how you're feeling. Um, anger. Yes. A little bit of sadness and disappointment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And gr- grieving for a, a very close friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Julie knows. It's It's all good. It will be all good. And that's why you're sitting here today to make me happy. To talk to me about some stuff.
1: Got some jokes for you, too. Oh, my gosh.
0: The, yeah, when Julie walked into <laughs> work today, I was like, ha, ah, you are here. You're my antidepressant right now to help me cope with this. It was amazing. We get through depression by talking about murder. Mm-hmm. We were Yes. <laughs> uh, it, the comedy, the, yeah, it's just, make me laugh. I will. Oh, but before you start. Yes, please. I want to, I just want to say, uh, one of our jewelry artists came in last week and i was telling her about the podcast and kennedy who makes amazing jewelry so i bought a pair of her earrings Ooh. and they're really cool and really fucking rad they're these those cold, are super because cool. i thought oh my god they remind me of a safety pin or a fucking knife like stabby <laughs> she's wee, like that is wee, not wee. why i made that no of course not but they're beautiful and i just want to say hi may thank you for listening really appreciate it but you can make jewelry out of oh, making little the, knives and beautiful them.
1: beautiful stuff oh maybe we could like a <gasps> mean like commission her or be
0: like hey can do you have a serial killer line yeah i uh, like a murderer murder well yeah like little tiny knives i don't want yeah you know, like i don't i don't know i had this convers. we can cut this i had this conversation with alicia about putting serial killers faces on things and i feel i she made me understand it's like making I, money off yeah. of serial killers which is not cool yeah but maybe like like the MFM girls, stay sexy, don't get murdered. I think is a beautiful m- mantra to apply to yourself. Yes, it is. Like it's wordy. don't go in the woods. Yeah, don't go in the woods. Yeah, call your dad if you're in a cult. And then,
1: you know, I've had my reservations, but I'm still okay with it. I mean, we did buy an Ed Gein skull,
0: <laughs> inspired by, inspired by, but it's not his face. No, it's not. Like I, you know, the t-shirts with the serial killers Sorry. on it. Yes uh but i think in our case if we were to ask any of our artist friends for commission work it would be sensible like we obviously would be realistic about it like hey maybe some stabby earrings or yeah 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 that kind of stuff yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that was a lot yeah, I yeah, love yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 what's my other thing oh okay yes no. that? oh <laughs> <laughs> okay oh, yeah. okay okay uh was I
1: telling you or did I say it on the podcast last week about how many times we say like? Did we discuss
0: the like thing? I think so. Okay, we did. It was the one time it was really painful for me. Um, I may or may not have suggested in the beginning that we had like a jar. If we say like too much, we had to put money into it. But obviously, we we're our jar would be filthy rich. Or empty
1: because I don't notice when you say it. I only notice it after I hear it.
0: Whatever. We're girls of the 21st century. Of course, we want to say like an She's yeah, part that's of it. Right. That's what, the, that's in our vocabulary now. Not like dolph of thy. That's like the like and um of back then. But we're, we're girls from the 20th century. Are, where are we? Isn't this 21st century? It is, but we were born in the 20th. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm a write off today. Right? Yeah. Just write me off. Put Kay. me on your expenses. Jenna. Uh huh. Write off. Thank you.
1: Okay. uh Real quick. Hi. Started watching mm. on Netflix, the Khalif Browder story. Do you know about that? No. Holy shit. If you want, there's my holy shit again. If you want to cry in the sense of like crying over the prison system and judicial <gasps> system. Ooh. Is I, Cole's notes, I'm four or five episodes in. Okay. No. Four episodes in and there's only... I think seven or eight episodes. I think maybe seven. Oh, that's a good amount. Yeah, this kid, uh, Jay Z, is also part director of the show. Also, mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, that guy, um, Harvey Weinstein. <sighs> this was pre him okay. being. But let's try to focus on the story and not yes. who okay, directed fair. it or who. Yeah, he allegedly stole a backpack at. Uh was he shit? I read so many stories he's either sixteen or eighteen please forgive me sixteen or eighteen years old He's a teenager, and he stole a backpack allegedly. I don't think he did, and no and he's he because of everything he went through his he got uh arrested one night walking home from a party with his friend, and somebody was in the car with a police car and said yeah he's it my brother told me that he's the one they're the ones who robbed him two weeks ago Oh, one one week ago oh i think he robbed him. everything about it was so sketchy and eventually the, the police arrest him bring him uh
0: to jail and his bond is um what the fuck do you call it? released he was his bond was or his um bail bail thank you uh
1: was three thousand dollars well i guess it's a bond too three thousand dollars but this is from the bronx uh where people don't have three thousand no. dollars like especially this area it's very like a uh like a poverty kind yeah. of stricken area like where you don't just have it and they couldn't come up with it and because he had oh that's what he he had ride, joy rid joy ridden He was in a truck Years ago When he was a teenager Somebody stole a bread truck And they were driving it around Just for fun And he was in the truck Sorry, what? (laughs) One of his friends Stole a bread truck Okay A bread truck? Yeah, like those big Freaking like Cube van truck things
0: A bread truck And he was in the truck (laughs) Sorry Sometimes you gotta Get your bread on I guess so Uh, You know Get your bread on Get your bread bread on on. Oh, Missy Elliott I miss you (sighs) Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he got caught, so he's on
1: probation. So eventually, his mother, who is like a saint, asks, m- most mothers are, yeah, asks for money, like neighbors, blah 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 blah. Oh, that's awesome! Finally, the community yes. totally came out. Uh, it was it was a neighbor that kind of helped them out. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Okay, here's my son's bail," and they're like, Oh, sorry, because it was two weeks. He was he was at Rikers. Sorry, it's denied bail. She goes, "How come?" Well, because he was on probation at this time. Again, allegedly stole this backpack. He swears up and down that it wasn't him. Even the witnesses were like very sketchy. The whole process, they were in the car. They didn't do a lineup. They didn't do anything. They just pointed at two. And all he said was when he got robbed, was two black guys that did it. It was two black guys that did it. And he was very scared. And he was going through like obviously a lot of emotions. The man who got his backpack stolen. Mm -hmm. And I think it was more of like a fear, like an emotional trigger. Like he just wanted somebody to go for, to jail for or whatnot. Yeah,
0: it's like the lady who originally pointed out Stephen Avery for her, yeah. as, her sexual assault. Yes. That panic and that, like, she even, she talks about it on uh, a Radiolab episode. That's very interesting that you talk about that. So I wonder, like, do you give do you give victims a grace period? Obviously, you want to get it out. You need to collect that information. But do you give them, a like, a grief period, like a, Ha- um a, a relaxed period go back and then ask them again and weigh the two well
1: i think they should do a lineup they didn't do a lineup oh, okay they
0: pointed at two black guys
1: yeah. walking down the street coming mm-hmm. home from party and the the brother was like that's him and he's wearing the same clothes or whatever that's how i know or yeah. whatnot can you really even see their faces it's nighttime and when he got robbed it was like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning in kind of a dark alley when they even called 911, no report was done. Mm-hmm. Like the police came, no report was written up. They kind of brushed it off. The guy even pointed, there's a camera there. Like, go look at the camera. There's a camera. The police had never went and checked at uh, all. At all. Even
0: then, the two weeks after. Anyway, this guy. DNA? Sp- no. Any one. DNA stuff? No backpack. One, no, stolen. I know, but like, found at. The scene somehow, like a hair or something in the alley—I don't know—they well, they, didn't—they literally brushed it off. So, so this much is so circumstantial that the shit.
1: Police didn't even write a note. So even the day exactly wow. that this person got robbed, yeah is not 100% and nowhere in the paperwork is 100%. There was no police report. Like I said, they couldn't even find the 911 call. Um, yeah. They believe that happened, but it's just, so, there's so many, you know, in general. And uh, they had to me. follow up. And so it was when the brother, it was like two weeks later, the brother was like, Kind kind of like scared and walking home, and it was like, oh my god, that's them, that's them. So his brother that was functioning—I'm gonna say functioning because as in the brother didn't get robbed. Okay. It's like, okay, I'm gonna call the cops. Listen, cops, there's two people. My brother says these are the guys that robbed him. So the police car came, picked them up, uh, picked up the the two brothers to go look for them, and they're like, yeah, that's them. Anyway, so everything about it was horrible. Long story short, this guy spent three over three years in Rikers prison awaiting trial it kept getting pushed back pushed back so much that the witnesses went back to Mexico okay within a year they didn't have any witnesses which should have been dismissed like thrown out but the um the prosecutors kept like saying oh we need more time oh we need more time trying to and then claiming like oh yeah we have them we have them this guy got beat up starved and it's about like the prison system and what you can do and he spent so over a thousand days he was in the prison he spent 700 days in solitary confinement like he spent 10 months came out for like i don't know i forget how long like a couple weeks or something or maybe a couple months i can't remember yeah. and then went back for 14 months and they're talking about like his psychological trauma and it's him telling the stories and how fucked up it is and how like eventually uh, <sighs>
0: No. Well, I, no, I told you he spent three years in prison. Yeah, and the whole but thing, I don't know what, and maybe a, he had to go back or something. Who knows? He, no, well, it's him talking, like in the documentary. Oh, okay. So he is out of prison,
1: but he spent over a thousand days in prison. And it is fucking heart-wrenching. I and, hate this shit. And they have real videos, which I'm happy about. Of inside the prison. Yeah. So you can see some stuff happen. You can't see in the cells, but you can see stuff happen and how brutally, like, fucked up you get and how this guy was innocent. So many times they were going to plead him out. So many times. And he said, no. He goes, I didn't do it. Yeah. I don't want this on my record. I didn't do it. No,
0: that's, that's the only... Th- I don't care how desperate. That's like the West Memphis Three thing. Most of them took plea bargains because they just were, yeah. they were tricked into it. That's, and of that's, that's
1: exactly what it is. It's like you essentially c- kind of get like convinced, okay,
0: I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. And then I get to go home.
1: Yeah. Get to, yeah.
0: It's. Um, yeah. Alicia told me about the new season of Serial that's all about the justice system in certain areas. You listen to in, in court audio. Wow. Well, they look back into the procedural stuff. Because after. Um, uh, we, when I was watching the staircase, like yep. listening to, listening um to when you li- yeah, when you listen to trial <laughs> stuff, <laughs> we have a true crime podcast. Oh my god! Uh, testimonies and all this. Oh yeah, yeah, that stuff. Um, from the staircase, I, I became really obsessed. So watch Steve, the uh, making a murder just re- re- released season two. Really into that because they heavily focus on the court system, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna totally watch this now because I'm. That's what I'm into right now. That's the thing right now. Wait, is your pen okay? No, I know it's just broke. Oh no! Oh, I think. And it that does looks know. like a very fetching pen. Oh, See, I'm trying to bring fetch back. <laughs> I mean, girl reference fetch back. Um, but okay. Alicia told me yesterday, or yesterday, I think it was Curtis Flowers from the In the Dark podcast. He is going to get a retrial, if I'm not mistaken, like a proper retrial. Stephen Avery? No, uh, Curtis Flowers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, Stephen Avery. We don't know anything yet. Like, it's still. But you need to listen to In the Dark. If you liked watching this documentary series, you'd love to listen to it. the, oops, the next, uh, the newest season of In the Dark.
1: Okay. So here's. Where's my sample page? My
0: oh, you're, oh, yeah. Where the hell is it? Over here uh in the dark into the dark in the dark in the dark i have it on my thing but i think it's season this one season two season two season two or season three look for curtis flowers okay curtis flowers Mm -hmm.
1: curtis flowers um yeah so i started telling you but then i'm gonna tell you again um when i re-listened to our episodes yeah because i uh I, I want to hear. I I hate hearing myself talk, but you know, to try to see if you can fix things. Or sometimes I'm so into it that I I'm focusing on the story, and even if I make a mistake, I don't notice it. And then I re-listen, and I'm like, oh well, I said that word wrong or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I swore I was like said everything right. Yeah, but I get so um like snobby towards myself. <laughs> in the sense of you start talking about Versace and then you are telling me, Oh, this person plays this and this and this character and this character, (gasps) like in the story. And I'm like, in in our recording i'm like i don't know who any of those people are but now i already know your story so yeah. i'm re-listening to it i'm like you fucking idiot <laughs> how the fuck do you not know who that is and i am judging myself <sighs> before i know the knowledge like how do you not know Aww. how do you not know this i was like well, yeah dumb, of course you know kunan or whatever yeah you said it yeah. right yeah. kunan and I'm like of course like that's him like how do you don't freaking know like i get so snobby like you dumbass like towards myself listening to myself no after yeah i think that this <laughs> podcast is gonna change me people are for gonna, the better i think so maybe yeah people are gonna start because we're gonna be about- famous and rich i'll be like <laughs> <laughs> no maybe
0: we'll get some listeners. maybe
1: uh, but sponsor maybe, maybe, us no. this is not how it goes yeah did we get any money for our dresses
0: yet no fuck not yet nothing nothing at all no we have not okay listeners we haven't gotten a single email at all well their inbox is a little naked that's true but we were off itunes and all that stuff for a while so maybe that's why. that's true so itunes is back on spotify seems to be fixed i've been talking with spotify about fixing where you don't have to unsubscribe you can just kind of keep going Okay. yeah so just as a reminder if you oh you're already listening to it right now somewhere somehow But if you're listening through Podbean.
1: Yes. And you want to get it the other way, just unsubscribe and then resubscribe. Yep. She's got it. She's
0: got it. Yeah, baby. She's got it. She's got a podcast. It's about murder and some art. There we go. Okay. Don't you fart. I need something to rhyme with. Anyways. uh, Are we ready to start? Oh, (laughs) damn it. All right. (laughs) We win. That was good. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Oh, I'm so excited. Um,
1: I'm going to be the sole storyteller yes. today. Yes. Just because. Not because I told Jenny she wasn't allowed to. <laughs> nervous breakdown. It's good. It's okay. We all have
0: nervous breakdowns and I'm going to have a nervous breakdown and she's going to be the only one telling a story one time. Yeah. And it's okay. That's because she loves me and I love her and she supports me and understands I felt like I needed
1: to break into song right there, and I just <gasps> couldn't too. think of one. <gasps> Me
0: too. Oh. Is that okay? That's really weird. I, yeah. Did you ever know that you're my hero? When a hero comes along, I need a hero. I'm old enough for a hero to the end of the line.
1: You're my hero. No, what the
0: hell? Yeah. And, Enrique Iglesias. Yes, yes. yes. Will well, you be my hero, I'm baby? You can <laughs> taste <them>. the pain.
1: <laughs> Shit, that would have been good if I Remembered the <laughs> tune was, but the whole time I was like, "If you King what is it? What is it?" I <laughs> okay, that was good. Yeah, we're awesome. Uh, By the way, hi. this story that I'm going to about to tell, that I'm gonna about to tell. Mm-hmm. Gonna, about to tell mm-hmm. Okay, I made a comment I think last week or the week before that there's no documentaries on this person. Oh, I think you did. That was a full of shit lie. And I knew it was a full of shit lie. I don't know why I said it. Was it was a full of shit lie? It was a full of shit lie. And I I don't know why I said it, but at the same time, I do know why I said it. <laughs> what I meant was that I clicked in the name yep. and clicked video. <laughs> you, <laughs>
0: minute.
1: you clicked in. I'm at I, 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 I clicked in the name, like with you. the keyboard. It's I clicked best. the name in. And when I clicked video on the options, it, it like wasn't really a options or something uh-huh. I, that could be a lie too but i'm pretty sure there wasn't really and so then when you go to youtube and you click in the video or click in the name you get a hundred and fifty thousand fucking videos yeah. so i was full of shit
0: um i wanted to watch them all but i didn't i no, watched that's one exciting though because it's like it's like it's yes. like opening a present and then there being more than one present in there you it, get that's like what it multitudes was. of things Ugh. and then mean there's oh excuse me jenna
1: um, so I watched a serial killer documentary on this character, we'll say. I also got information on biography.com and, of course, wiki. That's my story. Okay. Psycho's Norman Bates.
0: Oh, my God. Strap in, boys and girls.
1: Silence of the Lambs. We're in for a Buffalo ride. Bill. Oh, my God. Yes, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre's <gasps> Leatherface oh. were all inspired by the Butcher of Plainfield <laughs> or otherwise known as
0: Ed Geese. yes oh my god I'm so I'm very excited I about this I got goosies I, I got goosies. contain your excitement woohoo
1: let me tell you about Plainfield, Wisconsin, in 1957. It's a small town of hardworking people. The population, Jenna, was about 700 people. Mm-hmm. Unlike today, the population of Plainfield is now 862 people. So there's a little extra, you know, something running Purples. around. There. yeah, about 162 extra people, <laughs> <laughs> and one less. Oh. Oh, that's not even what I was talking about. I was talking about him. Okay. So Saturday, November 16th, marked the start of an annual Wisconsin ritual. All the men went out to hunt deer. Oh, just so strapping. Not for sport though, for food. <coughs> We've discussed that before. Yeah. It was a necessity. Love venison. Yes. <laughs> uh, their, their kills would be like trophies. Yeah. Which, yeah, we can link to other things in life. Uh, so when you kill it, I don't know if we talked. We did when when you kill like a a deer or an animal, you usually hang it upside down yes. in a barn. You they're like it's called dressed out. Like you bleed them out. Yeah, you cut them out. Take out their organs so there's no like bacteria and stuff. Um, yeah, so you do that and then we bleed out and then it was a really big thing. Like I said, the trophies. Obviously, a lot of people would have like deer heads and stuff. You know, you could just picture that town. I'm sure their bathrooms had like. My my peach-colored seashell-shaped
0: everything, and the the toilet the top of the toilet had like the decoupage. Oh. Okay, so can <laughs> you tell me about my childhood home? Oh shit! Did we just describe this? Three deer heads in my basement, <gasps> no. one buffalo head. Yep, yeah, with Pee Wee Herman sitting on, like a Pee Wee Herman doll sitting on top oh, of shit. one of the deer heads. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, crossbows? Sh- rifles? I did not know this the, about you. Yeah, the most like macho old white men hat, like hats, you know the ones that like the trucker hats oh, hanging yeah. on the ceiling? What about the raccoon tail hats? Yes, yeah. my yeah. brother had one of those and I wore it for a Peter Pan play when I was in high school. Nice. I was a t- uh, tub tubman no, what's the guy who loses his marbles? That guy. Toodles. I was Toodles. I was oh. one of the lost boys. It's two tools. Yeah. Yes, boy, that's a good um, song. It was Peter Pan. It was a, a hunter's basement. Basement. Or a cereal. So, basement. if you
1: take your basement yeah. and put it in Plainfield, Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, you would have fit right in.
0: Oh, mm. it gives me chills now. That basement? <laughs> mm hmm. It was like, yeah. With the
1: death leering upon you? Yeah, that's creepy. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, so oh. the town was slightly desolate looking and quiet because all the men were gone. So, mm-hmm. so particularly quiet was the local hardware store called Warden Hardware.
0: Owned and ran by Beatrice Warden. Aww. I know. I love that name. Beatrice. I have a thing with names. Oh, okay. You by mean, Beatrice, I, I lied
1: right to your face. Oh. It's Bernice. And I'm sorry I knew that, but I got no. excited and I it saw changed the bee. everything. I'm sorry, Bernice.
0: Okay, Bernice, Bernice is Warden. probably a lovely lady. but She is a lovely lady. Good.
1: Uh, so the store was supposed to be open, but it wasn't for some reason. And the 58-year-old was nowhere to be found. Now, it was in the afternoon that the store was still locked up, and people started thinking, okay, now that's weird. Um, and, you know, like, it's a quiet, like, if everybody's gone, you're thinking maybe she doesn't need to have it open, but she always had it open. So Bernice's son came back from deer hunting and he went into the store and then realized, well, the whole place was a mess. Hmm. There was blood all over the floor. So not a good sign. Um, So, of course, they started investigating. And while interviewing Bernice Warden's son, he had mentioned how the day before there was a customer who had been asking about the price of antifreeze in the store. Also, this customer had been around a lot lately. You know, Ed Gein, a 51-year-old bachelor who lived in an isolated farmhouse just outside of town? That's the one. Oh, yeah. Now, checking the last receipt on the till, guess what was p- last purchased? Antifreeze. Now, Ed Gein was viewed as the village kind of oddball, like he was like kind of harmless, but just kind of a little off by some residents, and a reporter said that too. Um, that evening, two hours after Bernice... Was reported missing. The sheriff and another deputy headed out to the Gaines, like Gaines Farm. Uh, Edge Farm was described by a reporter. So funny in this documentary. He's like, kind of laughing, but kind of serious. He goes, "If you wanted to throw a Halloween party." This house <laughs> was the house to do it. And I'm like, okay, oh
0: man, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, I've never heard. that's a that's a new piece of information. Creepy. I? Also, his house had no electric- electricity I th- or plumbing. I think I knew that, and it was weird because there was just like a like one of those like pump things. Was there like yeah? Someone described something about a pump. What, I don't know. Pump? Maybe on. <laughs> I would well, it would have to be My or a well or something because lady pump check it out <laughs> pump pump it up
1: <clears throat> okay um, pump up the jams pump it up never mind <laughs> okay so again Ed Gein happened to yes. be at his neighbor's house they didn't know at the time but he was at his neighbor's house when the police arrived uh, all the doors to his house were locked so they decided to check around and then they saw the woodshed out back so they went in with flashlights and then they went. One of the, like they went inside, and when they opened the door and went inside, one of the officers felt something bump into his shoulder. So he turned, looked at it, oh. and shined his light right on it, and it was Bernice Warden, hanging naked, upside down, beheaded and gutted like a deer would be. Mm. So Ed Gein was found in his neighbor's and taken into custody that night. Uh, they continued to search the woodshed and then ex- extended their search inside his home. Ugh inside his home is truly when art went wrong. <sighs> good one. That Thank was you. good. Thanks. Well done. Bring the art in. Yeah. The officers. So <laughs> they only had lanterns and flashlights. Cause remember there's no power and it was nighttime. His entire house was in like complete squalor. There's trash over trash, like decades worth of it. Ew. Newspapers everywhere was falling apart. It was just gross. Um, and that was not the worst of it. In plain sight, scattered across the house, was human remains. And not just like chunks of bodies everywhere. No, no, no. Remember, I said art went wrong. Well, they found bowls made from the tops of human skulls. They found like a string, kind of belt like, of nipples all sewn together. Uh, like a shade pull curtain, mm-hmm. like some uh made out of a, a set of women's lips lampshade made out of human skin chairs upholstered made out of like upholstered yeah the upholstery yeah. was made out of human skin they found face masks human faces flayed off their heads like right off their, well, their head yeah yeah and preserved and stuffed with newspapers and hung on the wall as decorative pieces mm. there was garbage cans out of human skin uh, a collection of noses wall hangings out of body parts it's not a good situation. No. No. So the horror, so the horror kept on going. The next thing being worse than the previous. At one point, an officer pointed out or saw a brown paper bag. When he opened the bag, he saw tufts of hair. And he even says, like the documentary goes in saying, he goes, he even says, I don't know why I did it. And I don't know what, possessed me to do it, but he reached in and pulled out what he felt, like with a hair, and discovered that it was a woman's face attached to it. But not just any woman. The police officers recognized her. She was a local bar owner named Mary Hogan, who Ugh. has been missing who had been missing for three years. <sighs> I'm good. For thirty hours Edgeen sat in his jail cell refusing to say anything. Like, well, I'm just gonna chill here, man. Whatever. Um, finally, they confronted him with Bernice Warden's corpse. No. Yes. Okay. I forgot that. He didn't He didn't want to say anything. He was kind of like, whatever. Like, if I play stupid, maybe nobody else will notice. Like, they won't notice that everything's made out of humans. It's all good. <laughs> whatever. After they, they did that, Ed Gein decided to come clean. He was like, well, fuck. Guess I can't hide that yeah. shit anymore. Here we go. All he asked for was a piece of apple pie and cheddar cheese. After he finished the pie... He told the investigators everything. So they asked about the body parts and what the deal with that was. Everyone assumed that they were all murder victims. He confessed that he only killed two women, Bernice Warden and Mary Hogan. The rest had been stolen from grave sites from local cemeteries. So officially, in Julie's book here, he's not a serial killer because he's killed only two women. On on paper. He's a disgusting piece of shit, but Yeah. yeah. So everything could be linked back to his childhood as it does normally. Oh, this is good. And his mother. Yep. Like Norman Bates says, a boy's best friend is his mother.
0: It It is very fascinating to me, the upbringing. Because the original story I wanted to do today that Julie had suggested to me. Yeah. Uh, which you'll do. Which I will do. And I'm not going to say who it is. I had such a hard time finding information about his life before. Mm-hmm. There is so little about it, and I'm like, no, this is unacceptable. This you do not report on these people with little to no information about their where their upbringing and where they came from. Like you have to know something. So, anyways, that's my rant for the day. Well, and okay. a lot of people fall through the cracks, right? And they might not have. But yeah, this was one where I'm yeah mm, is well, it's not good, but this is one. This is one of my favorite. Not favorite. This is one of those so intriguing mm-hmm. upbringing stories and what happened. It's one of my, the most interesting to me. That's how I'll put that. This
1: one's good. Mm-hmm. The other one that I started, that one's really good too, because you get a lot of the upbringing history. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll get into it. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, yes. So this story gained so much publicity across the country, uh, which grabbed author Robert Block's attention. He immediately realized that this would make an awesome baseline for a horror story. This is like art that keeps keeps on giving. The result, his 1959 book called Psycho, which then Alfred Hitchcock turned into um, a movie the, the next year. Uh, so that was based off of the psychological relationship between like Ed and his mom and Norman and his mother. Mm-hmm. So that's what that happened there. Uh, So anyway, back to the search. The police had to search every room, so like from room to room, but then they realized one doorway was boarded up. Once they broke it down, the room was completely preserved. It was Augusta Gein's, that's his mom's, room. It was very dusty, and the wallpaper was rose color. The bed was made, and a Bible was on the side table. Nothing had been touched for 12 years. Mm. A weird shrine to his dead mother. That's fucking Fucking. creepy. 12 years is a long time to open a sealed door. Um, After his arrest, he went under a month-long psychological evaluation. Evaluation. Now, who is Ed Gein? Where did he come from? Let me share that with you.
0: So excited.
1: (laughs) Born August 27th, 1906 in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The second son of George, a timid alcoholic father, and Augusta, a fanatically religious mother... (laughs) Gein <laughs> grew up alongside his older brother Henry in a household ruled by his mother's preachings about the sins of lust and carnal desire. She told the boys time and time again that all women other than herself were whores, essentially. Mm-hmm. Fucking whores. So Mama Augusta is the head of the family and runs the joint. She super dominated all of them, the father and the two sons. In 1915, she gets her annoying drunk husband to sell his grocery store and move to a farm outside of Plainfield, Wisconsin. (sighs) Gein rarely leaves the farm except to go to school. And then he leaves and finishes school after grade seven. He's about
0: 14. And like his mom won't let him go. Like she has such a hold on him. He's almost afraid to do anything. Or was was it that she also like said other kids were not as good as her
1: i don't know she 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 made them scared
0: of the whole outside world yeah so it's like you have to be safe yeah everybody else is bad and like sinful and 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 uncleansed yes okay
1: and so like if you have to interact with them like you do it but like make sure to keep your distance in a sense go to school pray
0: and love mommy dearest
1: yeah um yeah uh, da-da-da, 14, yeah. At 14, so then he decides that he's at the farm full time. Yeah. So he doesn't Ugh. get to leave and have a life. In 1940, his father dies of a heart attack. Ed, who's now 34. Still living at home. Still living at home and probably has not left the farm since he was 14. <laughs> and and Henry. So Ed and Henry began to work more odd jobs to keep the family afloat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed worked as a handyman and... A babysitter. Remember this is the guy we found all those nipples on a string. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so people say he was a hardworking guy. He would give his hundred and ten percent. So if he uh one local guy was saying that if you paid him a dollar to do something, you would get a dollar and a half worth of work. of work, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ed and Henry were close to their mom, were close, uh, and their mom discouraged them from having a life pretty much like we were saying. And I think Henry is the one who had a little bit more of an issue with that. Not so much that he would do anything about it, but I think he was probably, he probably told like Ed kind of like, well, this, you know, let's, let's make that story up. Like, dude, mom's a fucking bitch, man. Like we got to be able to go do some stuff.
0: No, she's not.
1: What? No, like, like, it would just be nice to be able to leave the farm for a bit.
0: We can't leave. She loves
1: us. And if we leave, we could hurt ourselves. Well, that's true. Like, I'll be careful. Like, uh, I'll... No. Like, uh, no? Oh. no, it's sinful. Oh, you're... Okay, maybe you're right. You know. Okay, Ed, I'll listen to you. Yeah. On May 16th, 1944, Ed and Henry were burning brush on the brush on the property, on uh, the fields, as you would do. Uh, And then all of a sudden the fire got out of control and Ed claimed he lost sight of his brother. By the time the authorities got there, Ed, who didn't know where his brother was, somehow took them exactly to Henry's body. They say that the brother must have died from the fire, but it was said that Henry had some unusual bruising on his head. Hmm. But the coroner and everybody were just like, you know what, the family's been through so much, let's just... Let's leave it. Let's just leave it be, and let's just bury the kid. Like no autopsy. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's no reason to think that anybody would actually hurt Henry. A child. Yeah. Why would he? Like, nobody would hurt him, right? hmm A few months after Henry's death, his mother suffered a severe stroke, which left her partially paralyzed. Now, Gein, being obsessively devoted to her, he didn't care at all in the sense of, like, he cared that she had a heart attack, but he didn't care he had to take care of her mm-hmm. every he second. He was going
0: to no matter what. He loved that. Mm-hmm. He's like, great, now I get to love her. Like, She needs to rely on yeah, me. Yeah. And I will be her savior. Oh, shit. Ugh.
1: So he hadn't really left home, nor dated a woman or anything like that. That's just a note that he's just... Oh. Well, mommy is all the lady he needs. That's right. Oh. So I think He's got to like have some sort of resentment, yet... Extreme fear, yet extreme love. Like it's, I think it's a whole big circle. Oh, 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 oh. I know.
0: Oh oh, 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 oh.
1: So a few months later, on December twenty ninth of nineteen forty five, she died. This making the already odd Ed Geen extremely fucked up mm-hmm. and deranged. So she was like I said, she was really all she he knew. And at her fu- funeral, apparently he was screaming hysterically like a small child would be. Now. That's weird, but at the same time, like he did, just lose his mom.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but he also lost in his mind. He lost his whole world because he finally, when his brother died, or when he killed his brother, let's just go ahead and say that. Yes, he had her all to herself,
0: and so there was, was no questioning like, the
1: happiest he had. Yes, he was like yes, mom is mine. No dad, no brother. Mm-hmm. She's mine. And then she fell ill, and was like, oh okay, she's mine, and I get to be the one in control. Like woohoo you know I, and then yeah. and then everything everything he knew cuz this isolated farm anyway so he went really cray um yeah this pushed him over the edge now living alone in the isolated farm fields outside of town he boarded up the rest of the house leaving only the kitchen and a small room open for him to sleep in so as i said he left those rooms on, he left those rooms untouched exactly like mommy left it um And, of course, the rest of the house went to squalor, a hoarding-type situation, trash, everything, everywhere. Uh, He also developed a liking for anatomy books and true crime magazines. Hmm. Sounds like us.
0: (laughs) No. Um, This is the (coughs) Twilight Zone. (gasps) No. See, we do it to protect ourselves. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Education. (laughs) Uh, Ed Gein kept up his uh,
1: odd jobs because he had to earn money mm-hmm. as a handyman for people, as well as joining threshing crews. He was by far not considered like a village idiot because he could pretty much help any woman with anything she needed help with. So, like specifically
0: hand- women. Uh, like
1: I know it said women, but I think cause, because he's a handy man. Yeah, I think it's like women
0: who are like, Lummy. I can't oh. fix
1: my sink because you know back in the fifties or no. What year is this? You said
0: 1949 when no. his mom passed away, wasn't it? Oh, shit. Yes.
1: No, not 49. 45? Uh, yeah, 45 because his dad passed away in 1940. So, yeah, 1945 his mom passed mm-hmm. away. Yeah, I know shit. Um, so, I think it was like, you know, women don't do anything with tools. Right. So... I think
0: it was just mostly those women. beautiful dresses cannot get grease or anything no. on them. I so mean, the kind grass or whatever, right? No, yeah. they will, those are beautiful dresses. I understand. Yeah, they are. No, have... no. If they do. were wearing pants, go work. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, no. get the work. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just be equal. They should yes. have been. We're working on it.
1: Well, no, because if they could do that, then I bet you they had to clean all of the house, oh yeah, cook, cook, cook all the meals, raise all the kids by themselves, and now fix the plumbing and because it's cut the our grass. fault
0: that we're able to take on so much with our brains and be awesome that our brains can hold so much mental load. That's right. There's no excuses, gentlemen <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, okay, moving so, on uh, so working the, with the threshing crews, often women would provide lunches to the workers, mm. And this was something that women would talk about, that it was just something, the way that Ed Gein would look at them and make them feel like uncomfortable by the way they looked at them. He looked at them. Uh, So one says, it's something about his eyes. They didn't seem right.
0: Mm -hmm. Hmm.
1: So Gein's mother left him terrified of having older, uh, older, other human contact, especially with women. But now he was completely isolated without any power. No. Or company. So he developed his own perverse companionship. At some point, he started making nighttime raids on local cemeteries. So he would pay attention to whoever recently died, reading the ob- obituaries, and then he'd find out when the funeral was and where were, the burial was going to be. And as quickly as he could, he would get there during the night, and he would go and dig them out. Now, there is no proof or no knowledge whether or not Gein would have sex with the corpses or cannibalize them. Hmm. Yes. But some of the, some of the discoveries later um, were still way off the charts. But there's no actual proof of that, which is known, I think I might talk about it a little later. I can't remember. <laughs> um, yeah. So there was also, in his lovely array of, we'll say art. Nope. We will not say art.
0: Uh Accessories, Because it's no neither a positive or a negative okay. association. I like that. Accessories. There was a
1: chest vest.
0: Or you can say a chest corset. Oh my god, I want to make a joke right now, but it's going to be so inappropriate. Okay, go. It's a Simpsons thing. Do you think uh, it would be funny? The- See my, my vest. vest. See my, my vest made of real gorilla chest. chest. <laughs> See my loafers made Don't of gophers. gophers. Yes. <laughs> See now, I. That's kind of funny. It's cartoon. It's cartoon animals, not real animals. Don't skin animals for their things. That's right. Be very respectful to animals, please. That that episode was about how horrible that was. Oh, oh! How the fuck did I not clue into Remember that? The puppies. No. See, the thing is, I wasn't able to watch The Simpsons. It was kind of banned in my house until like uh. I I did late night watching of it. Well, it was. Later on. It was
1: about how Mr. Burns was like. He's a horrible person and he had all all these things made out of animals. Was it the dog racing episode with little Santa's it, little helper? It was like that? No, no. It was okay. when he had they had like a hundred babies
0: or fifty babies. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. yeah, uh, yeah uh, Santa's little helper had met that lady helper at the dog racing. the race. dog racing, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, That's and right. then it was you're the right. puppies. Okay, I do remember that. Oh, you're right. Duh. This Start is when away. I listen back to myself and go, get <laughs> mad. Stupid. Jenna, <laughs> how did no, you not know? Well, and I
1: said no, and then you're like, yes, and you still proved me wrong even after uh, I said no. You win.
0: Yeah. Start away.
1: Chest vests. So, game preserved and stuffed the breasts and attached straps to. So, again, I mean like an actual human, like woman, breasts, and then straps it so he can strap it on and make it look like that's his. Boobies. Boobies. And part of his her, like, chesty area. Um, There's also a pair of leggings made out of women's leg skin so he can put them on. At times, he would wear these. (laughs) He would also go as far as to cut off female genitalia and stick them on himself and pretend that he was a woman. They found a box with nine vulvas in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's... God. It's like, I just... This is... Like okay he didn't murder these people but like when you are in that town and you're the police officer or you're the you know neighbor or whatever you're like that chair is my grandma that vest is aunt lucy that you the, that is, is a person
0: that i probably know bu- bu- yeah like some people like people have to know these people because these are fresh 700 bodies. people living in this town yes you have to know somebody and like I,
1: and i never read anything about like you, mind you i guess if you're tanning the skin And we probably
0: wouldn't get DNA from it. Okay. Do we... Oh, this is going to be gross. Do we know? I guess you have... Oh, my God. Why are we talking about this? This is making me cringe. Do you have to tan human leather? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, you would have to. to, In order to do a... Because
1: it'd be be to decomp, right? Oh, I'm getting so creeped out by this. I just know this this. because I know, like, if you do it with, like...
0: um, any sheepskin drum or that kind okay, of thing like so anything like that it, you have to dry it out you are okay that makes me feel better you're applying your knowledge of animal, <laughs> animal stuff stuff to okay like thinking mm-hmm. leather and that kind of yeah. thing you All dry it right. yeah wow it makes me feel a little bit better this is weird i know this story but every time i hear it it just turn turns my stomach you have to think about it as a story yeah. and not as reality and i'm usually really good horrible, about it maybe it's because i'm it's fine. We're not not using this podcast as a therapist today. Yeah. Oh, I have extra notes too. Oh yes. Also,
1: found this is not part of the story. It was just bonus, <clears throat> and I'm like, I gotta stop writing. Uh, things else, things that he also found was like an apron, with and on the apron yes. had faces sewn uh, into it, nipples. That's and a right. Breasts,
0: which I have pictures. We could put it on our Instagram. Oh. I don't know. Do we? Is it appropriate for, of me to talk about? halloween decorations from last year's halloween party our epic (laughs) halloween party we did we did a buffalo bill room okay well
1: yeah and we talked about buffalo bill and yeah yeah.
0: it was amazing it was brilliant is that is that it no i want (laughs) to describe it but i don't want to go i don't want to is it was there would there be a better time to talk about it yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alright, pause that right there, people.
1: Um wrist length gloves made out of human skin. Ugh. A necklace
0: of five tongues on a string. So not only did he do nipples, he also decided to do, to do tongues. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now, by the way.
1: And I don't know if I said like oh yeah, I said noses, right? Like he found they yeah. also found box of noses and just Oh. Uh, hmm. Anyway, but of course, (sighs) eventually violating the dead wasn't enough. Like all good killers and fucked up people. They they, take it one step further. Yeah, this is when he started hanging out at the tavern that Mary Hogan owned and worked at. She was a tough-talking bigger girl who swore like a sailor. Apparently, Gein saw a grotesque-like mirror image of his mother in Mary. On December 8th, 1954, a local farmer stopped in the local... Sorry, a local farmer stalked in at the local tavern and saw blood and money on the floor. She was missing. Police explored what few leads they had. And Ed Gein, the quiet, hardworking bachelor, was never questioned or <laughs> suspected, even though more than once when the locals would talk about like her whereabouts, yeah, he, Ed Gein would speak up and say, oh, she's over at my place. I got her over there. And everybody's like, yeah,
0: yeah, okay, Eddie, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 sure. You Probably because there. he just, no one ever associated with him with having friends or having a social life.
1: Yeah. Or like, yeah. At all. And like thinking that he's just being funny oh, or something. I don't know. That's so fucking fucked up. Uh, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he killed her there and then stole her own truck. I think that's the one or was it was Bernice's. I think it was her.
0: Either. Yeah, he's fucked up. He stole her money. And like, oh, gross! Like, did, did it describe how she was killed
1: at uh, all? Yeah, shot. She was shot. They found. Did a, you say uh, that
0: earlier? And I just wasn't paying no, attention. No, I didn't oh, say. Okay. it.
1: They found a cal- um something. A oh, caliber. Oh, yes. Um, um, bullet casing. Case. Bullet casing. There we go. There Words. Go. We do crab stuff. Da, 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 da. Uh. uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> January sixth. 1958 hearings began began to determine if ed gein was competent to stand trial for bernice's murder doctors who had evaluated gein testified that he suffered from schizophrenia and was prone to hallucination and delusion delusion delusional thinking fuck <laughs> and believed he
0: was an instrument of god who could raise the dead no, you are not my level seven D&D character, Veronica Greyvale, who is a necromancer and is fucking badass, like Frankenstein, Lady Wizard. You can't raise the dead. I can raise the dead. Roll that D20, bitch! <coughs> I'm dying. Anyways, sorry. Oh, it's
1: brilliant. And in the end, of course, the doctors say it all comes back to his mother. The desire to have his mother with him back at home. Also, and also desecrating the bodies with part of his love-hate relationship. He was deemed legally insane and unfit to stand trial and was sent to live at Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, the psychiatric hospital in central Wisconsin. So, you need to know, this small town was like, uh, yeah, I hope this all goes away because this is embarrassing and uh, I don't want to do this because it was such a big deal and crazy story that, of course... Lots of people and tourists would come by. There were so many journalists and news reporters. They'd be crawling all over the place. And a lot of tacky jokes were made. <laughs> no, not that I would know anything about tacky jokes. Yes, I would. Um, and <laughs> then there was a lot of rumors about Gein being like a cannibal. And that's kind of when it started. People would be kicked out of the local restaurant if they ordered a Gein burger. There was jokes. Why? Why would you? I don't know. Why? There was jokes, too. And, like, some of the residents were saying, like, we we didn't even know how to respond to some of, like, these jokes. Like, you'd come up with a response. And it's, like, you can't respond quick enough because then they had another joke to back it up. You want to hear another joke? hmm What did Gein get his girlfriend for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day? Lady fingers. Oh. And this is what made them so fucking, like, disgusting. And you, it's true. It's such a small town. You know, it, it's all connected to you. Like, yeah.
0: i guess do like i i can understand why they'd be so annoyed with the jokes but but again we talk about it like it's a coping mechanism it's so horrible it's like um our own hometown murders to be associated with certain people from our hometown that have done disgusting things it makes it, it sort of it makes me cringe um but you have to laugh at some you have to laugh at some point to understand that it's not it it is real but we are we are here to tell a story of a person who came to justice Oh, i don't know what i don't know i I don't know how to
1: it's no i get it i think it is like they're saying i think the local people there were like this is our story yes don't come in here i see yes entertainment and this was back in you know the 40s so
0: Or yeah. Yeah.
1: 1945,
0: 1940.
1: 1950s. No, this is 1950s now. Whatever. You know, so not a lot of stuff was going on entertainment wise. So you hear about this. They're like, Oh, you can't just go on the internet and find everything out. You're like, let's just go. Right. Which Jenna, we were, we would probably be there. Yeah, (laughs) we would. Uh, So the reason the cannibal stuff happened, there was organs found in his fridge so that's kind of how Mm -hmm. and then there were some stories like you can read some stories of like maybe he cooked it up in his oven or maybe he cooked it up on the stovetop there's no proof of that Mm -hmm. the organs in the fridge I think are real but yeah but he probably was doing it for some sort sort of of art project or you know so there's no actual proof and I guess he never confessed even though he confessed to all this other crap he never confessed to eating a human so there's that so auction on March 30th, 1958... so it's yes, the 50s. 1958, Gein's farm and personal effects were scheduled to be auctioned off. But on March 20th, 10 days before, the house and all of Gein's belongings were burnt to the ground. <gasps> After a brief, brief investigation, the cause of the fire was still a mystery. This made the locals very happy. FYI, they were not auctioning off any of the body... Part stuff. This was just his stuff. Yeah. Uh, The auction, by the way, still took place, and tons of people still showed up. They tried grabbing pieces of like burnt rubble and like trying to put something like ashes and stuff. Well, you can kind of see like there's a picture of like wood that probably came from the house or the woodshed, like stacked up. But pretty much there was like nothing really there. Um, But there's one thing that did sell, which was uh, his car, (laughs) and this car toured around with like circuses or like a county fair so you know the ones that were like you can see the two-headed cow or yeah. longest beard man, <laughs> yeah. man ever whatever so this car would have a tent around it with the signs all over it and it, people would be charged a mission if they wanted to go in and see it
0: so julie i feel like what you're telling me is edgy may or may not be one of our very first cases of a famous serial killer but he only killed two people He's a I mean, a, a killer? 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 Yes. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Tell me something
1: good. At the, <laughs> at the hospital, Ed was a model patient, and it was only during full moons he would get a little fucky <laughs> and talk about women and what he would do to them. There was just something different in his eyes. This is somebody who worked there who ran, what is it, former warden, whatever. Yeah wardens um and then when the full moon would start to dissipate he would get back to normal i'm putting quotations in the air here because i don't know what normal is
0: that's true yeah in 1968
1: doctors wrote a letter to the court saying gene was competent enough to be tried for the murder of bernice warden after a nine-day trial the judge found him guilty the 62 year old was sentenced back to the hospital for the remainder of his life This man, who was viewed as almost fictional in a certain point, years after the horror found in his house. So he's just like, he just
0: wasn't real. Which is how,
1: like, you almost have to think about the story. Like, that it's just a story and it's not real.
0: Yeah, like, he did something so fucking despicable, you can't imagine someone actually doing doing something like that. And like the faces, you see the pictures, and I, I'm like, that's not real. Yes, I, I'm that's looking fake. at his face right now, and I'm, I'm like, oh, his face. I'm talking about the faces on his art. Oh, oh no, but I, I mean, the. I look at him, and it to think that he's associated with this is just weird. Okay, can we talk about the way he looks for a second? <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to
1: say what I'm about to say, but in some images. He's a good
0: looking. I understand. Gentleman. I understand what you mean.
1: He he's does like not a James Dean, and I don't mean to insult no, James Dean, but that no. uh, he, I know what you mean cheeks. Yeah, some images he's fucking horrific. Yes, and I, I don't know how they're the same person. It's
0: Ted Bundy. Yeah, that's right. Okay, let's just be honest. We're attracted to certain things and certain people and we can't just help it because it's a brain thing and a hormonal thing and a science thing. They did fucking gross things and they're disgusting because of those gross things, but just say physically. Yes, he's not attractive, but like physically, we're being shallow, we're being shallow right now, okay? No, but like he's very no, I don't know. Yeah,
1: his structure is really nice. Yeah. Like he's got his high cheekbones and some of his pictures um, um even when he was like They're uh, very 50.
0: photogenic. Yeah, like I'm like this guy is and i yeah i understand i've why. never heard like you hear of ted Bundy's being and he's not even that good looking I, okay i the, don't the fact that someone well, oh yeah we were talking about this oh my gosh i had so many true crime talk talk abouts with alicia the other day and i really wish that you were there we should just all hang out i'm in. just gonna move in you should okay. um but we were talking about Carol Ann boone who married ted bundy while he was going through all this and was still convicted of murder She still married him, like what? And 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 Sandra, Danny Rowland, Sandra London, Sandra London, Sandra something i don't like, know they they take it beyond like yes it's like they're saying they're people too no they're not people no they're, they're, they're not monsters. and we would never like no even just, if we lived back
1: then i just think wow. it's it's fascinating to see yes like you think of a monster sometimes and you think of like what they would look like yeah and then some of his pictures have become yeah he had some fucking horrible yes. haircuts Holy and some horrible shit. fucking pictures too but some of them you i'm like this guy is like good looking and i mean that in yeah well, i say aesthetically but that's what it is julie like
0: structure yeah i understand you thank you and you understand me and guess what fuck everybody else yeah well we get each other yeah we will
1: all that shit. matters is you
0: and i that's right we are the ones we're having a
1: private conversation and yeah people are just
0: eavesdropping which mm-hmm. we encourage guys please stop listening Sh- mind jump p's and q's no 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 don't stop listening and tell no your friends. wait but yeah jenna fucked up
1: always deal no jenna never fucks up julie fucks
0: up no 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 we both equally no this is an equal
1: equal fuck-ups equal fuck-ups i will meet you halfway thank
0: you
1: okay uh so blah 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 fictional he's just not real yeah and this is when texas chainsaw massacre came out leatherface who Mm -hmm. wore a mask with human skin was all inspired by the ed gein also the inspiration for his family as well with Mm all the human shit i've never
0: seen it oh would you want to have a yes okay Let's let's have a movie date.
1: 17 years later, take on... 17 (laughs) years... This is when I go half reading and half not. That's okay. 17 years later, a different take on the legends of Ed Gein, The Silence of the Lambs, (coughs) Buffalo Bill character is trying to make a skin suit out of women's body parts. Okay,
0: hello there. Enter Jenna's story. Please uh, unpin... The story I told recently. So my Halloween party last year, as you all know, because I talk about it a lot, we have this epic Halloween party. You yes, came this. I came year. this year. I wasn't invited last year. No, but we weren't really friends. Not yet. We were friends. Close. We knew each it other. It was very but- close. I think it was in November that Listen, Linda mentioned. No It no? was the
1: Sherman murders and that didn't happen until December. So You're that right. might have been actually January. You're right. And it was then January. Yes.
0: Okay, so January, because Bruce <sighs> MacArthur around that time also was coming yeah. out as well. Yeah. Shit. So uh, at our Halloween party last year, Alicia did the most epic throw to Buffalo Bill ever. So we've got sky skylights in our apartment. Yep. She put his face nope. peering down <laughs> with with like know, fake wood planks like it looked like a like he was looking down at you in the well and then off to the side she had a body form like an old bust like sewing bust yeah with fake skin stretched around it it was it was beautiful for the theme of what we did last year yeah she did a such a great job with the special effects and I'm giving it credit for that. We're yeah. not glorifying like this is this yeah, is from The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, because you might not even know that it was inspired by Ed Gein like a real dude. You wouldn't. You, so, I mean, yes, if you so haven't watched t- or if you don't know this story. Yeah. Now you do. So, um, now you know. Now you know. But it was so and and had the mirror. If you haven't seen this movie, there the kind of setup that Buffalo Bill has for his, like, putting on his makeup products and stuff, she had that set up. Wow. Alicia, you did an awesome job. Go, Alicia. Go, go. Wait Alicia. till this year. Wait till, till 2019. What's it gonna be? A uh, Nightmare on... Elm Street? <laughs> yeah, Nightmare oh. on Elm Street. Oh, that's not good.
1: That'll be fun. No It'll toe be. breaking. That's right.
0: We're just gonna put a cast
1: preemptive cast on both your feet
0: (laughs) wait and then i'll break my arm we'll put you
1: in a full body cast okay give you a spot to put a straw in your mouth oh yeah and then two
0: nose holes Holes to
1: breathe out. okay
0: cool i'll be a mummy oh there you go (laughs) or a ski accident got bad (laughs) i mean i am canadian (laughs) hey
1: so the reality is as insane and twisted as norman bates Leatherface, and Buffalo Bill were, Gein was worse. He took the fucking cake. He had all of what encompassed these characters and more. (gasps) On July 26th, 1984, 13 days after I was born. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I, myself, and Ed Gein were on this earth at the same time for only 13 days. At 77- you were
0: born- on July 13th. 13th.
1: I'm glad that you thought that was... I I thought that too. I was born on July 13th, and then 13th days later, he... Mm, he what, Julie? At 77 years old, uh, Ed Gein died. He ended up being buried right next to his mother, finally getting back to her. Sometime after his death, his tombstone was stolen. It was eventually recovered and is currently kept in storage at the sheriff's department. To this day, however, the groundskeepers from Plainfield Cemetery still find flowers and letters that have been left no. at his unmarked grave. No, if the sl- flowers were actually just like spit cans, yeah, and letters were giant hate letters,
0: poop. I'm gonna bring my dog. No, that's, can't do that. <laughs> well, I know that well, that's I know. why I wouldn't want to. And that,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Is the story of Edward Gein. I'm so happy today. You Good. just you just changed, yeah.
0: <laughs> Could it be because you vaped and drank that skull full of whiskey? And also heard an amazing story. Like, you did a great job at delivering Ed Gein. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I I'm was very so happy.
1: Because you don't, you have yep. do heavy hitters, and people are like, well, that's not true. Yeah. Or that's this, or that's Well,
0: what. even still, the stuff that you delivered was on on point like a straight line even if we were, we started veering you got back on and it was the stuff that are that the information that's super important and and why it should be heard yeah the importance of understanding the victim like what he fucking did to those victims was horrid and horrible and i'm glad you talked about it because it made me it makes me respect the it respects the victims more to understand what they went through even not having any clue what happened to them yeah. It's not okay. It's yeah. not o- It's not fucking okay. Yes, <sighs> I know. Yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna think about you eating popcorn out of. Oh no! <laughs> and it just brings me so much more joy. <laughs> out of Ed Gein's skull. Inspired yeah. Well, inspired skull. We should say it was so good. Good job. Well, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I, I, I'm sitting here with like 13 facts... That you may not know. And I'm like, oh, she hit that one. Uh, oh, she did that one. Oh, my God. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I can't add anything. <sighs> okay, that was wonderful. You saved the day. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's good. It was well, good. You, you
1: know what? It's okay to have, like, um you know, a shorter episode, too, you know? Some people...
0: When we're doing... I think when we're doing heavy hitters, I like this. Because it just gets me more intrigued and, like... Yeah. And... I love telling you stories. So if I go and ramble on stuff. No, I cool. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I could, Jenna, people want to get to know who you are. And Julie, people want to get to know who you are. Wait, I said that wrong. People want to get to know you. Oh, who you are. <laughs> it's okay. They can, you know. If they call me at. Or they follow you on Instagram. <laughs> What's your Instagram? Uh, It's J GLOWED, As in used to glow. It's J-G-L-O-W-E-D. You should follow Julie. She's got beautiful artwork up there, and you can buy it. You should buy her artwork. Yes, you should. I'm going to try to get you to have an e-commerce site so that you can buy some of Julie's original artwork.
1: E-commerce site.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. And we'll have one on our site too eventually where you can buy like some swag stuff. We'll figure it all out. Man, it excites me. <laughs> so, I'm so excited. We have a uh, oh last bit of business. Yep, we're going to talk about or we're going to discuss our holiday special episode. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. God resty merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay.
1: remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas day
0: that was good okay excellent thank you I love that that was amazing that was a beautiful introductory song <laughs> I should try to put some back no I'm too lazy okay um, so I think Julie gave us a brilliant idea Julie gives lots of wonderful ideas What we're going to do for our special holiday episode is we would like to share your hometown murder stories. And seeing as our inbox is very naked right now, although we love nakedness. We do. We kind of want it to be fully clothed with glitter and lace and sequins. And and murder stories. And murder stories. They
1: don't even... They they don't have to be... Tell well, us about your favorite, Yeah, your favorite murder story, or like yeah. so, like your next door neighbor's town murder
0: story. Yeah, something that's art related and murder. Like, go ask your mom mm-hmm. right now, or your dad at this moment, or call Auntie them up. Nancy, text or uh, Uncle Carl, page, or
1: I actually have an Auntie Nancy. Facts. That's funny. Um, hi, Auntie Nancy, if you're listening. Uh, but like smoke yeah, signals, smoke signals, whatever, anything. Um, you know, it just it, we want to just kind of have you write the story so. Jenna doesn't
0: have to write one. (laughs) (laughs) And Julie doesn't have to write one either. That's true. Give us a. Can we have a. For Christmas, we are asking for. That's our gift. A break. All I want for Christmas is your murder stories. Your murder stories. Your murder stories. All All I want for Christmas is your murder stories. So we don't have to do any fucking work right now. What about our murder podcast? Yeah, because you love us so much. Uh, they don't have to be long. Like no. a paragraph,
1: two paragraphs. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Um. I'm do you have gonna- a paranormal thing? Because I mean, you did a you did some stuff about paranormal and UFOs. Oh, that's right. The one episode. If it's you know, what if it's an alien who does crop circles and it has something to do with Canada? Because crop circles are kind of artsy. That's See right. What I mean? And <clears throat>
1: ghosts appear. Yeah. And tell the alien
0: Paint- something. Yeah. Paint a duck.
1: Um. Uh, yes. <laughs> Painted duck. Uh. I have a couple hotel- hometown murders. Yeah. But I think I might. I
0: might do one. Oh yeah. And save one for later. I'm considering it. I've got one, but it's. It's not nice. It's not nice. Well, I don't. There's no nice ones. No, there's not. But it's yeah. But we really yeah we want to we want to hear from you guys. This is I mean we have quite a few active listeners now, and we want to start getting to know you guys and engaging with you because. I think because we're know. back on everything now. Yes, yeah. We want to know a little, yeah. We want to, we want to, we want to awesome. know that we're loved because well, you should love us.
1: We need constant, we're artists, so we need validation, constant, money. constant validation. Yeah, because we are never good enough. You need to lift us up so we, we can control. feel like goddesses. Oh, you're ne- up yeah. I just went into the real song. <laughs> We're
0: never ever wrong we are supreme queen (laughs) we're so wrong yeah (laughs) but we're perfect and nothing ever we do is wrong so you need to love us and worship us by sending us your hometown murders at artofmurderpodcast at gmail.com you could also follow us on instagram at theartofmurder.com you can also like private message us your story too if you want to on instagram i think that's a capability that they have
1: that's true i think i think if it's too long you have to send it in pieces though oh
0: we'll but send us it. yeah send we like pieces, pieces.
1: <laughs> but make sure to just message make sure to, pieces not make sure you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah message pieces. pieces make sure you have a, a beginning piece a middle yep. piece
0: and an end piece because if you send us a middle piece and nope. we don't have the beginning or the end we're gonna yeah. be so pissed i don't we need like to know. that i'm gonna judge you so hard as a oops as a uh college graduate writer <laughs> fuck level. no i'm not, I'm not <laughs> like gonna call it i'm no i'm not talking about making it like Professionally I want an written. episodic man I want okay, like episode. I want a, I want yeah, like but a don't, blockbuster don't, not
1: too many adjectives like yeah. I'm reading this book and it's oh. a wonderful book it's about really, why adjectives suck no it's a wonderful <laughs> book but sometimes it gets so fucking wordy and I'm like
0: I get it get to the point like Aww. I want but that's my that's part of my like I need to get to the end yeah see like, I li- I kind of I don't know I, I like that that's like J.R. Tolkien like he he's so wordy but it's beautiful I get it hey we're never going to we're not always going to No, agree. no, and I'm trying to say like I I get it and I think it's maybe it's because my life is so go go
1: go but I'm yep. very
0: that's why that's I don't a good point.
1: like to not that I don't like to read. I that's why I don't read that much yeah. like for books because you understand? I need to sit down
0: and finish it. You want to get... Do you want to get really into the book? Like, really absorb everything? Oh, do you like fact-based books? Fiction, non-fiction? What do you
1: prefer? Now? Mm-hmm. Right now, I like true crime. Yeah. It's got to be crime and it's got to be true. Yeah. Before, <laughs> I could do fictional crime. Like uh, James Patterson.
0: Oh, or, J.D. Robb. You got you to gotta read or, some J.D. Robb.
1: Uh, like, sometimes I read books that... I don't actually... I hate... I'm sorry, but no? I don't pay attention to the offer, author. That's fine. I just get it. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Mm-hmm. And I read them. And those are fascinating. There was one book I read a long time and It was really fucked up. I might have said it before. I think it was called 27 Bones. Hmm. Could be wrong. <laughs> it's like... I think you have 27 Bones in a hand and it's super fucked up. But it's fascinating. And it's about a serial killer couple
0: and whatever. But... And they like... Yeah, like a guy and a girl, and now to, I want to go back and go to the try to listen to the episodes to cut that out and place it right here. Now, if you heard it. That meant I have a lot of time to edit this podcast. If you didn't, I totally know what you meant because you did. You did mention about the the couple serial crime. Yep, you did. You yeah. did mention this, and it's based in like the, it's all the Caribbean. Back, all coming back to me now. I, just, I remember this book that you were telling me how it happened. Okay, did I tell you? You did. Yes. How does it go? Uh, if you keep talking about it, it, because I think I mentioned it yes. for sure, hundred percent. Because you I'm mentioned a serial think- killer couple. something about the the guy's the ringleader and she tags along no fuck that might have been another one
1: what the fuck was i talking about then back then
0: i i feel like i 100 said this but i don't know if i described no book. you did you, it was 27 bones because okay. i wanted to make a joke about 27 dresses that really cheesy yes. stupid yes. movie Tom that i fucking hate i, like <laughs> I mean that. not i like the movie i watched it Okay. We really had this
1: exact same we conversation. <laughs> like this yeah, whole did. fucking conversation <laughs> happened already. It's not deja
0: vu. This oh. happened. Okay. Is that it? Do we have anything else? Um. um so yes, we're going to do a, a Christmas, a holiday special episode where we read your weird, crazy, wacky stories. And maybe let's have some hot cocoa. Oh, that'd be nice. some hot cocoa and maybe, I don't know. I feel like we need a fireplace. Well, if you come to my house, we could have a fire outside. Oh, a Chiminea. Okay. Chiminea. I gotta say, when you told me, I knew you were gonna be my friend for life when you said you had a chiminea. Because, I think we talked about this yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, we're just repeating episodes. We're recycling material here, but it's good because it's they know. So yeah. now we have to come over for a chiminea. We have to. Yes, we do a recording. I have to hold myself to it. We do uh,
1: emails, and chiminea. then we chiminea with New
0: chiminea, Phoebe. Yeah.
1: Phoebe. Oh my god.
0: She probably won't stay out very long. That's okay. She's okay. tiny. It's cold. I get it. She's just wee little. She's a wee, wee little thing. She's just oh. wee little. She's my Phoebit.
1: She's my Phoebe. Now you're reminding me bit. about
0: the murder I'm gonna do for the next time we get together. It's gonna be good. Thank you for that. I was the one yeah. that I gave you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't give you, but I you suggested, and I'm like, yeah. Hell I started yeah. watching this thing
1: on the the screen, the, on telly. the tube. And it was amazing. So I started making notes. And the more I was making notes, the more we had talked about doing a murder from this area, yeah. specifically. Well, the country, and yes. then the town. And it turns out that this murder is from that fucking town <laughs> yeah. in that country. And so I'm like, fuck. I almost stopped. I'm like, Jenna, you got to do this. <laughs> did you see this guy? Did you hear about this guy? Or first I'm like, did you, did you pick one? She goes, no, why do you no. gotta go one? I'm like, yeah, this guy. I'm like, holy fuck, it's good. I'm like, oh, actually, I don't know if it's good. I'm only five minutes into the documentary. <laughs> oh, no, fuck, it's really good. Oh, my God, this one is amazing. You know what? Fuck it, Jenna. You can't do it. I'm taking it now. And then I'm like, ha, And I went on probably 150,000 times. But I was just joking, and I'm glad she's doing it. So I yeah. stopped watching and
0: I have not seen the end. It's so good. And it, the- it's... it's, it's it's one that I've never heard of before, and I'm really interested in doing one that I haven't heard. I did Versace. I need a break. I need to like research something I don't know about.
1: Yeah. See, the one I'm doing next week, I kind of know about. That's okay. And then, yeah, so it's I okay think, because you know, or not next week. Maybe the week after, whenever
0: you, 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 you do the really super. I felt so confident talking about the story. You get that confidence. You need to bring yourself back down. And then up again, and then down, and then you gotta level yourself. You're leveling yourself. That's right. Like a level. Maybe I'll... No. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Drink your tea. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I don't have anything else to update. Well, I guess that's it, everyone. All right. I love it. Thanks for listening. And uh, Ambient ambient toast. (laughs)